Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Coach Myers here with the Old School Gym Podcast. I got my partner with me, Nettie G, and we are bringing you this new podcast to talk about everything old school in the gym, out of the gym, business, and everything in between. We're really pumped to bring you a little snippet of our first episode with my partner, Corey G. We're going to be giving the complete history of old school gym from way back in the day up to the present time. Make sure you listen, subscribe, be on the lookout for that first episode. There's so many positives about social media, but I think one of the negatives is I think it's kind of gotten an idea in people's heads that like you're going to be able to build this hugely wildly successful thing overnight. And that is not how it happens. Like there was so much groundwork mm-hmm. that we had to lay, not just you know, doing the physical work, not just educating ourselves and becoming good at our craft, but also the relationships that we had to build. Yeah. If we hadn't built the personal relationships with Kathy and Sam who rented us the building, you know, Rick Ziff and Tim who helped us do a lot of the contracting yeah. work, the guy who ended up writing us the check so that because we couldn't get financing from a bank, mm-hmm. those, all of those things that, ha- that contributed to us being able to open Old school relations. gym. It was all built on the personal relationships that we had built, and none of those relationships were built with the intensive, in the, the intention of, oh, I'm going to really help this lady Kathy lose all this weight, so someday they'll rent a building to us. Mm-hmm. Like that was all things that just came out of the relationship. So yeah. never built anything in that way. There's no, never, never anything behind it. It was all out of just trying to help people and, and do our best job possible. And those things just they morph over time because of the way people feel about you. And I think you guys will agree with this that yes owning your own business is the hardest thing but also the most rewarding thing no ever so i always thought you heard me say it multiple times that it never gets old to walk in and throw your keys on the desk and know it's yours that's it i can remember you know any time where like the you know the business would feel tough like we'll, we'll even talk about the building just because that was kind of where we ended at there but like even those days where like it sucked. I can remember us sitting out front and like eating McDonald's. We would eat like comfort food because the job sucked <laughs> yeah. so bad. Because we'd be like, it. all right, we we're, we've been here working ten hours. We still got to stay till midnight. I would like run down and get us like a couple Big Macs or something. And we whoppers. would sit out there with our feet in the mud because there was no sidewalk there yet. Yep. And we were eating. And I can remember thinking like, well, as bad as this sucks, I'm still like building something for the future with my best friend. Mm-hmm. I'm That's listening awesome. to fucking rap music right now. <laughs> and like when this thing opens. We're still gonna to get to do things on our terms. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. no one's gonna be able to tell us like, hey, you can't you can't dress a certain way here, you can't listen to the music you don't want to listen to, you mm-hmm. gotta train people in a certain style. Like, we're still gonna be able to do things on our own terms. Now, that's not just an automatic given that everyone gets to live their life the way they want, but like by doing by going through the hard times, we earned that. Absolutely. No, I I remember thinking like this is gonna be so fucking sick if we can just get it open. <laughs> but you know, it was challenging for me because uh, really challenging because I was already having kids. Mm-hmm. I was uh, starting another business in supplements and doing this all at the same time and training clients. Mm-hmm. I was really really busy, so I was extremely and competing. I was really overwhelmed at that time. So it was it was extremely challenging. And I think so. And this is something we'll we'll get into, you know, someday at a later date on a on another episode. But something I think people need to realize too is like once we opened this gym, it wasn't just all gravy and it just grew to what we are now. Like we still it still isn't. It was I mean, hard to pay the bills monthly. still sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and there was a time where we maybe we're maybe three or four years into it, we hit a really rough spot, mm-hmm. you know, kind of business wise and financially, where like it actually looked like the gym was going to go under. Yep. And I'll never forget, like, I remember thinking, like, okay, what am I going to do? If the gym goes under, mm-hmm. am I still going to continue to personal train? Am I going to, like, switch to, like, a blue-collar profession? Am I even going to stay in Columbus? Like, what am I going to do? And I'll remember you coming to me and saying, D, I have a plan. 
And G always <laughs> has a plan at these points. And yeah. you said, and this is right around the same time when social media is starting to take off. Mm-hmm. This would have been like, you know, maybe 2000, 2011. And I remember you telling me like, G, here's what, or D, here's what we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to make old school gym famous, just like Westside. Mm-hmm. People are going to know about old school all over the world. People are going to want to travel just to train here. He's like, you know, you have this experience, you know, training high level wrestlers at the time. I'd, I'd only been working with Tommy Rollins. I yep. wasn't involved with Ohio State yet. You're like, but you have this skill set. He's like, you're like, we're going to brand you as like the trainer for wrestlers. We're going to blow it up. People are going to come from all over. And that's how we're going to make the gym survive. And I can remember thinking like, okay, this doesn't seem possible. But anytime <laughs> G has brought these ideas to me, it works. I was like, all right, I'm in. So you had, a, you had a business plan like you wrote on I the just napkin. Knew, I, just knew, I just knew in my head like this is way too cool and too different that people everywhere are going to want to experience it. So I just he, thought we were fucking sweet and it was going to happen. So, that, so the lesson <laughs> Blind <there> faith. <laughs> you, and basically it was probably my blind faith in you because yeah. I, I remember thinking like, okay, this is not rational. Old school is not going to be famous. How are people going to know? Like, no. But again – even though we'd already experienced some success to that point, you'd already made six figures as a trainer. We still yep. hit a point where the dream was almost over. But, uh, you know, thanks for making me stick with it there, G. I just remember <laughs> that I was like, I wasn't ready to give up on it yet. I think mm-hmm. that, yeah, I had had good success. I was, I was happy with that. But I was like, this I knew was personal training. The personal training studio wasn't my dream gym. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that was plain and simple. This was. Like, that's what a lot of people don't realize about me. The other business stuff I've done, like this is still one of my biggest successes because this is what I wanted first. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't realize that because of some of the other things, maybe the gym doesn't seem as like glorious, but to me it, it is. And that's what people don't know about me, I think. So that's pretty important. So <laughs> that's a great place to end. I want to thank you guys for sharing your story. I mean, it's awesome. I'm so lucky to be a part of the gym and I know everyone's going to be very excited to listen to all of this. Thanks, awesome. <laughs>